This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode four, The Day Steve Jobs Dissed Me in a Keynote by Derek Sivers of Sivers, that's S-I-V-E dot R-S. And I am Dan, welcome to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you every single day from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And today's author has a pretty incredible story, which I'm gonna share for you right after the reading, so stick around for that. But for now, let's get to today's post as we optimize your life. The Day Steve Jobs Dissed Me in a Keynote by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. In May 2003, Apple invited me to their headquarters to discuss getting CD Baby's catalog into the iTunes music store. iTunes had just launched two weeks before with only some music from the major labels. Many of us in the music biz were not sure this idea was going to work, especially those who had seen companies like eMusic do this exact same model for years without big success. I flew to Cupertino thinking I'd be meeting with one of their marketing or tech people. When I arrived, I found out that about 100 people from small record labels and distributors had also been invited. We all went into a little presentation room, not knowing what to expect. Then, out comes Steve Jobs. Whoa, rock star. He was in full persuasive presentation mode, trying to convince all of us to give Apple our entire catalog of music, talking about iTunes' success so far and all the reasons we should work with Apple. He made a point of saying, We want the iTunes Music Store to have every piece of music ever recorded. Even if it's discontinued or not selling much, we want it all. This was huge because until 2003, independent musicians were always denied access to the big outlets. For Apple to sell all music, not just music from artists who had signed their rights away to a corporation, this was amazing. Then they showed us the software we'd all have to use to send them each album. The software required us to put the audio CD into a Mac CD-ROM drive type in all of the album info, song titles, and bio, then click encode for it to rip and upload when done. I raised my hand and asked if it was required that we use their software. They said yes. I asked again, saying we had over 100,000 albums already ripped as lossless wave files with all of the info carefully entered by the artists themselves, ready to send to their servers with their exact specifications. The Apple guys said, sorry, you need to use this software. There's no other way. Ugh. That means we have to pull each one of those CDs off the shelf again, stick it in a Mac, then cut and paste every song title into that Mac software. But so be it. If that's what Apple needs, okay. They said they'd be ready for us to start uploading in the next couple weeks. I flew home that night posting my meeting notes on my website, emailed all of my clients to announce the news, and went to sleep. When I woke, I had furious emails and voicemails from my contact at Apple. 
What the hell are you doing? That meeting was confidential. Take those notes off your site immediately. Our legal department is furious. There was no mention of confidentiality at the meeting and no agreement to sign, but I removed my notes from the site immediately to be nice. All was well, or so I thought. Apple emailed us the iTunes Music Store contract. We immediately signed it and returned it the next day. I started building the system to deliver everyone's music to iTunes. I decided we'd have to charge $40 for this service to cover our bandwidth and payroll costs of pulling each CD out of the warehouse, entering all the info, digitizing, uploading, and putting it back in the warehouse. 5,000 musicians signed up in advance, each paying $40. That $200,000 helped pay for the extra equipment and people needed to make this happen. Within two weeks, we got contacted by Rhapsody, Yahoo Music, Napster, eMusic, and more, each saying they wanted our entire catalog. Yes, awesome. Maybe you can't appreciate this now, but the summer of 2003 was the biggest turning point that independent music has ever had. Until that point, almost no big business would sell independent music. By iTunes saying they wanted everything, then their competitors needing to keep up, we were in. Since the summer of 2003, all musicians everywhere can sell all their music in almost every outlet online. Do you realize how amazing that is? But there was one problem. iTunes wasn't getting back to us. Yahoo, Rhapsody, Napster, and the rest were all up and running, but iTunes wasn't returning our signed contract. Was it because I posted my meeting notes? Had I pissed off Steve Jobs? Nobody at Apple would say anything. It had been months. My musicians were getting impatient and angry. I gave optimistic apologies, but I was starting to get worried too. A month later, Steve Jobs did a special worldwide simulcast keynote speech about iTunes. People had been criticizing iTunes for having less music than the competition. They had 400,000 songs while Rhapsody and Napster had over 2 million songs. Over 500,000 of those were from CD Baby. Four minutes in, he said something that made my pounding heart sink to my burning stomach. Quote, This number could have easily been much higher if we wanted to let in every song, but we realize that record companies do a great service. They edit. Did you know that if you and I record a song, for $40 we can pay a few of the services to get it on their site through some intermediaries? We can be on Rhapsody and all these other guys for $40. Well, we don't want to let that stuff on our site, so we've had to edit it, and these are 400,000 quality songs, end quote. Whoa, wow, Steve Jobs just dissed me hard. I'm the only one charging $40. That was me he's referring to. Okay, that's that. Steve changed his mind. No independence on iTunes. You heard the man. I hated the position this put me in. Ever since I started my company in 1998, I had been offering an excellent service. I could make promises and keep them because I was in full control. Now, for the first time, I had promised something that was out of my control. So it was time to do the right thing, no matter how much it hurt. I decided to refund everybody's $40 with my deepest apologies. With 5,000 musicians signed up, that meant I was refunding $200,000. Since we couldn't promise anything, I couldn't charge money in good conscience. I removed all mention of iTunes from my site. I removed the $40 cost. I changed the language to say we can't promise anything. I emailed everyone to let them know what had happened. And I decided to make it a free service from that point on. The very next day, we got our signed contract back from Apple along with upload instructions. Unbelievable. We asked why now, but got no answer. Whatever, Apple. We started encoding and uploading immediately. I quietly added iTunes back to the list of companies on our site, but I never again promised a customer that I could do something beyond my full control. 
You just listened to the post titled The Day Steve Jobs Dissed Me in a Keynote by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And a big thank you to Derek for letting us share his work. And let me tell you a bit about Derek. Uh, He's a musician and programmer who created the popular website mentioned in this post called CD Baby, where independent musicians can sell their CDs online. Now, this was back in the 90s when CDs were how we all listened to music. Around 10 years later, owning the entire company, he sold it to disc makers for $22 million, putting most of it away into an organization he created called the Independent Musicians Charitable Trust, which will fund music education after he passes away. And Derek is a super unique guy. He's a TEDx speaker and popular writer who's got some great books like Anything You Want definitely worth checking out. So come by his site, which is just his last name with a dot in it. That's Sivers, spelled S-I-V-E dot R-S. All right, I think that does it for today. Hope you're having a happy Sunday and uh, thanks for being a subscriber to our show. Hope your week gets off to a great start and I'll be right back here with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.